Hello, 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 my friends. It is the Magical Mumbles podcast. I am your host, Watusi, and we talk about magic, the art and science of changing the universe according to your will. And today we're going to do a retry on an episode that I did last season, but had absolutely terrible audio, so I had to delete it. The magic of Gary Vaynerchuk. The man, the myth, the myth, the myth. We're going to be playing with the idea of what if Gary Vaynerchuk considered himself a chaos magician. The exact same guy, with the exception that he considers himself a user and utilizer of magic. I think this would be an interesting thought experiment to examine somebody who's popular, and we can say enough about them, that doesn't currently consider themselves or wouldn't say that they're a magician in the context of a magical, in a magical context. This is, uh, keep in mind, we're going to be doing this as um, Gary Vaynerchuk, the personal brand, the guy, the the, the popular figure, not the uh, business owner of um, VaynerMedia. We're going to do like Vaynerchuk, the, the Gary that we were familiar with. This has to be prefaced first with the idea that anything can be magical. That's what I'm basing this on. It is of my personal opinion that magic, the my personal idea of magic, is simply a context. It's just what you call life itself. It's the direct interaction with life itself. It, it puts, um, it's it it sets your mind in a certain position where you're examining life under a, a certain type of special lens that we call chaos magic. And it's my belief that all mundane activity, pretty much anything you do, you can call it magic. It is magic. It is. It is magic. And you can look at anything that someone might not call magic, and you can call it magic if you want to. That's your choice. That's your prerogative as a human being to be the master of your own personal beliefs. And I believe that there's enough evidence um, in the new sphere to support a theory, uh, a magical, a personal magical theory, um, enough for it to be practical. That's the important part. The important part is not whether it makes sense or it's real or true. The important part is whether it's useful. And for the most part, for the grand most part, and this is the grounding element, magic is most useful when it's grounded in the mundane. It's most useful when you when it does actually make sense. The power in magic comes from making sense of grand not I was going to say making sense of grand fantasy, but grand fantasy is one way to put it. Um, maybe the more apt way to put it would be uh, psychodrama. Using psychodrama to induce uh, subconscious 
reactions that change your behavior and your perception of the world, which would in turn change the results that you glean from your activity in this dimensional field. So what the hell is Gary doing? If he is doing things and they're looked at under a magical microscope, what is he doing? That's the question we're going to ask today. I think we've prefaced enough. Let's hop into it. I'm pulling up some notes here that I put down so I can remember what I was going to say. Where is it? There we go. No, that's not it. Yes, that's it. So first of all, if Gary Vaynerchuk were to say, okay, by the way, if you don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk is this super um, compelling uh, personality that I have a personal interest in because of my interest in business, entrepreneurship, hustle, and all that stuff. He's a big like hustle hero. Oh man, has anybody used that? Hustle hero? That's mine. Just so you know, I said it first. Nobody said it. But he's like this big hustle hero. Um, he made, he built a big, huge million-dollar company before he got famous. And now that he's famous, he spreads a lot of messages about how to run businesses, how to get, how to make money if you're anybody, like from big businesses to nobody if you have no money. And he just got really popular among people because he's like inspirational. He's kind of seen as like in- inspirational speaker, even though he wouldn't describe himself as such because he's just really inspirational. Um, he's helped a lot of people make money basically and i thought it would be interesting so if he gary v was a mage what kind of magic might he say that he does well uh the first idea that i want to look at is empathy empaths are a well-known construct in the world of fucking around with the spiritual vibe of life. Um, and Gary V is a pretty outspoken empath. He talks very often, has spoken very often publicly about employing empathy in business and in life. Um, and when he talks about uh, employing empathy, it's in the context of. Well, it has a lot of different connotations, a lot of different contexts he uses it in. But I'm to try to pin down what he what he normally would talk about empathy. He means putting yourself in someone else's shoes and using empathy practically in order as a defense, as an offense, to gain yourself a more favorable position to hold a favorable position in your own state of mind for example he talks um, one thing he'll mention is that uh, a youtube comment a bad negative youtube or instagram comment imagine you made a social media post and someone decides to go on and say oh your your fucking nose looks stupid in that case if gary v was talking about if, if gary v was a mage he would, first of all, I, uh, um, well, I'll get to that, but he would use the, what I would call the empty-handed method 
of uh, summoning empathy. He, uh, well, he, he would look at his empathy and say, okay, um, this person has decided to take time out of their day to try to mess with my vibe. He uses empathy and he imagines if I was doing something like this, going out of my way to tell someone their nose looks stupid on a YouTube video, what must I have been going through? What would I be going through? This person is probably in the dirt. Like this person is probably not having a great life at the moment. And he would act in a certain way. So that's one example of why, of how he might use empathy. Another way might be in how he delivers his message and how he decides to go out of his way to provide value or he tells people to go out of their way to provide value in a way that other people might not. I remember this time when I decided to do a promotional thing with my design business and do take on some free design work. Um, and it was an interesting thing that happened. Um, a bunch of people applied. Like I did it in a certain way to where you sort of had to talk to me and I decided whether or not I wanted to do it. Um, and I ended up, I talked to a few people and I ended up working and getting developed um, a brand for a couple of people. And it was great work. We had a good time. We all learned a lot and it was great. Um, I decided to share this on a design forum this post about how I worked for free and what I learned from it. Um, and this whole thing about what I, things that I learned from the experience. And I actually got a really angry response to that. People were angry at me and understandably upset at me for cheapening the design um, field, which I don't believe I did because of the way that I did it and I explained then to them, but um, they were upset that I, or they, they were warning me and saying that it was going to lead to nothing and that it wasn't worth it and that these, my clients weren't going to pay me back or anything like that. Um, and it was like they had completely misread what I was doing. I could understand where they were coming from, but in deploying my own empathy, I could I could see where they were coming from, why they were upset, and the what they were missing. And so I didn't argue with them. In fact, I used their responses to my own advantage by using the opportunity to further explain what I did. And in answering those questions, um, for example, somebody... So somebody said something about me bragging about how good I have it in life and da, da da or something. And I thought to myself, hmm, this girl said to me, she got from my post that I'm bragging about how good my business is going and making people feel badly. She, that's probably how she feels because things probably aren't going very well for her. And I took the time to explain very truthfully that 
the reason that I even did the whole thing in the first place was because my business wasn't going the way I wanted to either. And I was just really hungry to do something meaningful that I cared about design and that I and I found a way to do it creatively. And I and that's just that's kind of all I really said. Um, I just explained that position. But the point is, I use those as opportunities to 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 express even more love, rather than argue or get upset or get under under the under it. Deploying empathy in order to maintain maintain an advantageous pos, uh, position. I think Gary would probably say something like that. Because he also talks about how competitive he is. Speaking of competition, that brings us to the next point. His love of losing. His love of losing. This is an interesting thing to possibly uh, pick apart. Gary V talks about how he loves to lose. And, how, uh, and, and this is something that, that's a little bit more unique to Gary Drinking some, taking a sip of some, some um, peach juice. What is this? Guava juice. He, um, he, what was I saying? He talks about how he loves to lose because of his competitiveness. It's a little more unique to him because a lot of what he says might be some version of what you might have heard from someone else, some other entrepreneur, some other um, motivational speaker or whatever. But this one is kind of like really more his personality. And the determination that comes from it. There's a certain power in learning how to redirect your... your... um, your chemical reactionary process, whatever, to redirect your emotions to your advantage. Again, it's about maintaining an advantageous position within yourself. I think that's kind of what his brand of magic might be described by, possibly. He would say that he has a position within himself that as long as he maintains the upper position, upper hand within his own mental state, he's good. And the rest of everything else is a game that he enjoys playing. And that's a formation of reality that um, when placed that way, you're welcome. You can learn it. Let's, let's take a look. So he says when he loves it, when something goes wrong for him in business or somebody thinks he's wrong or he he comments he he tries to reach out to someone and he gets rejected or you know something like that he says he loves it because it revs him up to say okay okay all right motherfucker we'll see we'll see and he he uses that energy he uses that um the let's pause for a sec so when when we're going about through life and we we interact with uh, let's call them objects. Objects can be um, uh, things, situations, or people. 
a person is like a thing and a situation at the same time. Um, but things, situations, and people. You interact with things and situations and people, and you pull from them reactions. You interact and you get a, some kind of a, um, a feedback from that object, and then your body processes the feedback. When your body processes the feedback, you get an emotional response. The emotional response is a chemical upsurge, a chemical injection into your brain that comes as a response to what's going on. And you feel it in your body, and there's not really much you can do about it at that, up until that point. What goes on um, inside your body as a function, you have a mind. And when the mind operates, as the mind operates, it, it has the opportunity for an aware person to process, uh, to not just process, but to witness and examine your emotional responses in real time and decide how to deal with them, what compartment to put them in. And this is either this point here, the decision of what to do with the, with the chemical emotional reaction in your body is possibly the key point, the start or the end of, a, of an emotional downward or upward spiral. So what Gary does is when he feels something like defeat, rejection, failure, he gets an emotional there's a fly in my fridge I'm trying to catch it he gets an emotional reaction to it and he feels the same emotions that we all feel bad basically he just feels he feels the same thing we all feel we all get the same or similar most likely feelings from this from similar stimuli that's why we have common experiences that's why we can relate to each other that's why it's most likely that it's true because if it wasn't then we wouldn't understand each other as at least as much as we currently do and when he gets these responses he makes a decision from his um you know he would say it's from his training from his upbringing and everything but if he was a mage he would say that through his, um, his, his practice, he has learned how to cap, um, uh, pause the moment of reaction to emotional response and direct it in a fashion that drives, his, drives an aspect of himself that is, is serving his being. In other words, he's using his anger to fuel his passion to fuel his desire to win to fuel his continuing enjoyment of the game i'm brought to mind of richard bandler i love um, bringing him up um how he has cited the motion of emotional um movement and how if you pay attention to yourself even if you do it now you can feel a certain, um, especially when something's actually happening, if you were to imagine something that uh, frightened you suddenly, you would notice that 
the, you had a certain emotion. It started in one place in your body and it moved a certain direction. It may have moved up or down, left or right, in a spinning motion, in a swooping motion. You can actually kind of uh, conceptualize the motion of your uh, of your emotional reactions. And what Gary does is the redirection. He can capture the motion of his emotional response and like Richard Bandler might describe, consciously redirect the the motion of the sensation so that it drives it uh, a different direction. It has the inertia of that energy, but it's driving it in a, in a different direction, a more useful direction. The last thing I want to talk about is the informed intuition. I feel like Gary V is pretty big on intuition. He's big on understanding and being educated and knowing the the playing field, hence the informed part. But Gary V is like an empathetic intuitive who moves through by directing emotional energy directing emotional energy he's like a he's like a um like a rock lee type character where he he has chi and he directs it within his body instead of sending it out in the form of um um ninjutsu which in the in and analogically analogically in real life be like being clever like a hacker or a stock investor or something but he uses it in his own body to just be fucking like just hardcore move shake work you know hit the hit, hit the ground make a fucking lemonade stand sell baseball cards make your own shit make your own content put it out put in the, you know, put uh, straight from raw physical energy that he generates by using empathy to move through space uh, in a way that he, he bounces off of uh, people objects in a way that doesn't sap his own energy. He, he loves the, he, he employs like a, uh, an overall like a meta concept of a game that he enjoys playing. And he doesn't go outside of it. It's like a net that, that surrounds everything. That's like it, everything's a game and there's there's no attachment. That's, that, that's what kind of automates his detachment function. That's like if he if he's if he's trying to be detached, um, a really a really good uh, skill to have as a as an actor is detachment from outcome. Like Bhagavad Gita, like transurfing with importance, not caring too much. He's able to not care too much. And that's automated by his meta network game, like kind of concept of life. And he has an intuition that, that, that allows him to make decisions that he feels confident about 
and that he doesn't have to be too attached to um to to, to worry about so he's really um i think that like this this freedom and this um honesty with himself allows him uh, a closer relationship with his own intuition and he's able to do things like what he says is suffocating bullshit one intuitive decision he has made is that he's not going to pander or change himself to suit anybody like he's not going to stop cussing to get a speaking gig things like that and that people hate him at first, because he's suffocating their bullshit. Now, the the term that he likes to use, suffocating bullshit, that, to me, is quite an intuitive sort of term. You can't make a statement like that. Suffocating someone's bullshit? Do you realize what he's saying in, in when he's saying that? Suffocating someone's bullshit, in other words, means... I know that I'm affecting many people with what I'm saying. I know in my intuition that many people feel a certain way about this this thing and that what I'm doing in my actions is going to make sense down the line. That's not something you can know. That's something you can only intuit. And he's right. He's been right because he has a good intuition, a good and and a well-informed intuition. Intuition, in other words, what I'm saying here, works the best when it's resting on a healthy foundation of actual practical knowledge. Because intuition arises from the subconscious. If you don't know shit, then you're not going to have a very strong intuition because your subconscious isn't pulling any information from anything that has any substance or anything that can inform um, what's going on. You can have intuition about certain things. If you're a really strong empath, you can have an intuition about um, maybe people in your your vicinity, in your immediate immediate space, but you're not going to have an intuition about things like business or stocks or or the sway of, of society or culture. In larger things like that without information to back it up. I think Gary has used that. A an informed intuition where he can he can magically kind of know things. And it's and it's like, you know, like I said, Rock Lee, like physical chi power, just not from being smart or clever or using magical power but using raw physical power of knowing like knowing what's up because he knows what's up not because of some savant like or or born into wealth or um, super smart and can do math that can just do crazy stock shit and write programs that do crazy stock shit and just bypass everything that's like Ninjutsu, that's like magical shit. So that's what I think. I think he's an empathetic, intuit, physical power type <laughs> with a, uh, a strong drive that comes from recycling his own fear and pain and anger 
into motivation. I think that he has uh, an inner game that resembles something like maintaining an advantage, advantageous position within yourself as the actor and decider of your own reality. You know, taking responsibility, all that kind of stuff. I think he has an, a, that, and he uses his his intuitive powers, his empathetic powers, to do that within himself, to, to maintain a, a competitive advantage inside of himself. That's kind of the, one of the key things, like... He, he, he's got these powers and what he's using them for is competition and his way of competition is to like have your cell phone lock yeah so yeah I guess that's kind of it that's the kind of mage he might be that he might be, he would he would look like uh, he would look like he would look like that. So that's the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we will be in communication soon. This has been the Magical Mumbles podcast. Remember that you can send voice messages if you have the Anchor app and send me comments and questions and stuff like that. I'd love to play it on air. If you'd like to be on the show, send me an email. Um, and hey, if you enjoyed this and if you'd like to maybe analyze somebody else who's not technically calling themselves a magician, but to look at them like what if they were, then, hey, I'd love some suggestions. That could be fun. We'll do somebody else famous. Alrighty then. Well, I got some work to do, so I'm going to get to that so I can chill. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks for... Yeah, I said that already. Peace. <laughs>